I'm a 28-year-old female from England. This happened 13 years ago. I was 15 at the time. I used to always chill with an old friend at her place, and we'll call her Kay. Now, Kay was that friend with the mom who was always sound with whatever we did, just so long as it was in the house, so I was always there. On this night, we had just ordered takeaway and watched a few movies. 11pm rolled around and I decided to walk home, so I told Kay I was bouncing. It was a Saturday, so my parents weren't fussed about what time I came home. Anyway, the walk from Kay's to mine was about a mile long, and it would take me about 20 minutes to walk. I'll explain the layout of the walk. So basically, when you left Kay Street, you walked down a main road, a long stretch which then led to a mini roundabout. Once you crossed the roundabout, there was a quieter road which led to an alleyway which came out onto my street. So I said goodbye and I left. There were loads of streetlights down the main road, so it was pretty lit up. I sparked a rolly and I started my walk. About two minutes into it, I had started to get a weird feeling, like when you feel eyes on you. I looked behind me and I didn't see anything so I just shrugged it off and continued walking. A couple of minutes passed, but I couldn't shake that feeling. I walked this route many times, and I've never felt like this. I turned around again, and I could see a slim hooded person walking behind me dressed head to toe in black. I couldn't see their face as they were too far behind. I just thought to myself, it's probably nothing. They're probably just walking. But I decided to cross the road to see if he would follow. Well, he fucking did. He crossed the road at the same time as I did. My heart started racing. My adrenaline was pumping. Thank fuck I was wearing my Nikes. I started walking faster, picking up the pace, and he did the same. Being so late at night, nobody was around, and there were no houses in sight. By this point, I could see the roundabout, and I started booking it. He did the same. He started fucking chasing me. I've never ran so fast in my life. I pegged it into the alleyway, and I could hear his footsteps getting closer and closer. I jumped the wall in the alley and then ducked. The other side was overgrown with bushes and grass, so I jumped in a bush and led down. I could hear his footsteps slow down as he approached the area that I jumped. I wanted to get my phone out to text my dad, but I knew he would see the light and I didn't want to risk it. I tried to slow my breathing. It went quiet for a minute, and I thought maybe he moved, but he jumped the fucking wall. He must have seen me jump the wall. Shit. I was panicking, my heart thumping, and I prayed that he wouldn't find me. I kept as still and quiet as I could, knowing he was 20 yards away from me. He didn't fuck off, he just stood there. I heard him then say, Well, fuck! in a deep, frustrated tone like he knew that he lost me. He then quietly creeped about searching for me. Tears filled my eyes. This is it. This is how I die. That's all I could think. His footsteps started to get quieter, and I guessed he was searching the area which basically came out into a field. I decided to risk it, so really quietly I pulled my phone out, using my cardigan to try and shield the light. And I quickly text my dad asking for help, saying that someone's following me down the alley by our home. 
I managed to send the text, and I then realized that I couldn't hear a thing. I hoped he had moved on, but I was too scared to look or move just in case I made a noise and he heard. I felt like I was there for hours, although in reality it was probably just minutes. Next thing, I heard the familiar voice of my dad calling my name, and the sickening sound of the creep then running away. He was closer than I thought. Thank God I didn't move. I immediately called for my dad and he found me. I burst into tears whilst telling him what happened. He was fuming, more so that he couldn't catch the sorry bastard. He ran off before my dad could see what he looked like. He took me home and my mom had already rang the police. They came and took a statement, but I never did hear if he was caught. I couldn't really give the best description considering it was dark and all I could see was black clothes. I never walked home late from K's again, and I never walk on my own past 8pm. I'm an 18 year old male, but I was 14 when this story took place, and my attire during this incident was a black hoodie, black sweatpants, and a hat. And I also want to mention I can easily be overwhelmed with anxiety if too many things are happening at once or out of nowhere. So this isn't a normal story you may have heard before, and I fought myself for some time over whether or not to share this as nothing bad had actually happened. However, this still scared the ever-loving daylight out of me. My name is Brandon, and I live in the Ozarks of Arkansas in a neighborhood of townhouses that are directly parallel to a main road that is usually very busy. I love taking walks at night just to clear my head of stress mainly from school and to also try and tire myself out as I suffer from mild insomnia. I still enjoy taking these walks although I'm much more careful. Anyways, enough of my ranting. One night I couldn't sleep as my insomnia had prevented me from doing so and I was extremely thirsty. So I decided to walk down to the gas station that was less than half a mile away from my house to grab a quick drink. Once I had gotten around halfway down the street from my house and was about to turn towards the main road, I noticed a pair of headlights appear behind me. At first, I just thought it was someone heading to work or just passing through, but I quickly picked up on the fact that the car had slowed down to match my pace. Soon, I had turned onto the main road, and the car followed, still keeping pace with me. My heart hit my stomach once I had realized this, and I quickly turned off my music and dialed my mom, whom I regrettably hadn't told that I was leaving, but she was sleeping and she didn't hear her phone. My heart only began to race as I began to panic. As I was about to dial 911, four police cruisers had pulled up next to me in the vehicle, as their lights had then turned on blinding me with their red and blue beams, and soon enough, officers had quickly exited their vehicles. Without any second thought, I put my hands up, terrified that I had done something wrong as the cops had approached me and began to pat me down. I had asked in a stuttering and shaky voice to the officer, did I do something wrong? He was patting me down, and he hadn't found anything on me, and he then stood back up and said, No buddy, you haven't done anything wrong. We just got a call about someone suspiciously walking down the street near the scene of a car break-in that had recently happened. Confused, I responded back with, Car break-in? Where at? And the officer responded with, Just behind this neighborhood. 
he said, pointing behind me to the other set of duplexes. Someone had broken into that gentleman's car and threatened him with a knife when he came out to see what the noise was. The cop had said, gesturing to the vehicle that was following me, which also had an officer talking to the driver. After a few questions and me telling them why I was out so late, the officers had offered me a ride home. But the story does end on a good note, however. The gentleman who had phoned the police had gotten out of his car, then came up to me and said, I'm so sorry, kiddo. I didn't mean to frighten you like this. No, no, it's okay. I get it. I responded. I totally understand. You were just trying to find the people who threatened you. Also, I know my attire doesn't exactly look good walking alone at night. I said as the gentleman and I shared a chuckle over the whole situation. After that, the police tried phoning my mom. But alas, nothing, as she was still sleeping. But soon they had driven me home and then dropped me off. Other than my mom being very upset about this whole ordeal, I ended up being okay. If I have to give one piece of advice to others who walk at night, it's always be aware of your surroundings and try to wear bright clothing, both for your safety and others, and also so you don't look suspicious. Be safe, everyone. So, at the time, I was 15. I'm a female, and I've been raised around always carrying pepper spray or a taser just to make sure I'm safe. So, I was at my bus stop waiting for the 4.30pm bus. I had my headphones in, and I was texting a family member on Facebook. I didn't see the guy that was standing right behind me, because at one point he was all the way across the stop. I was really distracted which is partially my own fault. Anyways, he had started asking me for my phone. I turned around and I had took out a headphone because I couldn't hear him properly. I asked him to repeat himself, and he then said, I see you have Facebook. Can I have your phone to log in? I told him no and that I didn't feel comfortable doing that. As I'm looking at him, I'm making sure I memorize everything he's wearing. I was so scared that something was going to happen to me, so I remember what he was wearing. I don't know if I should really go into specifics about what he was wearing though, but he did have white all around his mouth and he smelled horrible. Like that's all I could think about. He smelled rancid and I wanted to throw up. He kept asking me for my phone and I told him no multiple times. At one point I got fed up and I started walking away. Keep in mind there's a bunch of people around when this happened. So I walk away to the other side of the bus stop and he started following me. At this point I'm really freaking out thinking I'm about to get robbed or hurt. I was incredibly scared. I called my mom and I told her how this man was harassing me and that I was really scared because he kept trying to reach for my phone to grab it from me. I'm not one for conflict so I just kept walking away from him. My mom told me to call the police, and the entire time I'm on the phone with the operator, he's still following me. Up until I start describing him, and at one point he hears me and he runs away into an apartment complex. The police showed up five minutes later, and one officer talked to me, and then a bunch of other police cars started searching the apartment that I saw him run into. As far as I know, he wasn't caught. I haven't taken the bus since and I've been afraid that he's going to show up out of nowhere because I go to school in that area. He also did this to another woman at the same time I was there, 
and he chased her all the way down the street. Not one person ever stepped up to try and help clear a child while she was being harassed. That really blows my mind to this day. I don't remember this event fully, so bear with me. I'm an 18-year-old female, but at the time of this incident, I was 15. Me and my cousin C used to be inseparable. We were hanging out in my place and got a late-night craving for some salt and vinegar chips. We decided to head down to a gas station that was only a couple of blocks away from us. It was 2.45 in the morning, and since we didn't have a car, we decided to walk. We got our shoes and jackets on and headed out the door. About halfway there, C remembered that she forgot her money. She decided she would run back since she was faster and then I would meet her at the store. I was unsure of this because I was aware of all the weird people that would be out at this time, but after much convincing, I agreed. She started running in the direction of my house and I went on my way. I wanted to get to the gas station as soon as possible and avoid any conversation with anyone until I got there. I took a well-known side street in my town and walked fast. There wasn't much light aside from the occasional car driving by, and I turned on the street to the gas station. I noticed a parked car with its lights on. I thought nothing of it. That was my first mistake. I went on my way, and as I saw the gas station over the hill, I had heard a loud man's voice. Hey there! I almost jumped out of my skin. I didn't think he was talking to me, so I kept walking. Then again, I heard the same voice. Hey! I'm fucking talking to you! I know you heard me! I then stopped and turned around. That was my second mistake. I then saw a tall, buff man stepped out of the parked car. All of a sudden, he starts to rush at me. I wanted to run, but I was frozen. Right when he got about ten steps from me, I snapped out of my frozen trance and then ran as fast as my legs would let me. I got to the gas station safely, and I told the cashier. She said that she would keep a lookout for any strange people, but in the meantime, she suggested I stay in the store until my cousin got there. I agreed. About five minutes passed, when all of a sudden, my cousin barged into the store out of breath and panicked. There's a weird man who keeps following me. I asked her to describe him. Um, I didn't get a good look at him, but if I remember, it was some weird man in a small dark car. That's the same description I gave the cashier. I thought to myself, maybe it's just a coincidence. We bought the chips and then carefully headed back home. On our way, we had noticed a man sitting at a bus stop with a brown paper bag in his hands. We thought it was sketchy. C asked me, are the buses even running right now? No, I don't believe they are, I replied. Unfortunately though, we had to pass the bus stop to get on my street. As we walked by the strange man, he said, Hey girls, make sure you guys are safe. There's a lot of weirdos around here. I recognized the voice. It was the same man from earlier. I looked at my cousin and then whispered, Get ready to run. She agreed, and we kept walking. Once we passed him, we picked up our pace. Next thing I know, I hear loud footsteps behind us. 
I didn't even take the time to look back. Now! I yelled. Me and C then took off and we didn't stop until we got back to my place. We ran inside and locked the door. My mistake was thinking that was the end of it. We sat on the couch in the living room and caught our breaths. A couple of hours had passed and we had heard a knock on the door. We both froze and then looked at each other. I wanted to tell my mom but she was away at work and wouldn't be returning until after 8. It was only 3.15. C got up and then sneaked to the window to take a peek. Oh my god! It's him! She yelled. We both curled up in the kitchen and we waited for him to leave. Unfortunately, it wasn't that easy. For the next 30 minutes, all we heard was him yelling insults at us, hoping we'd answer the door. Open the fucking door, girls! If you don't, I'll find my own way to get in! Then he said something that sent chills down my spine to this day. You better hope I don't get my fucking hands on you! I swear to God, I'll take my time with the both of you! C started crying. After he didn't get what he wanted, he left. Thankfully, that was the last time we heard from him. Once my mom got home, C went straight to my room. I followed. We agreed not to tell anyone due to the fact that we would probably get lectured and blamed for it. Looking back at this event, I'm not sure why I didn't call the police. If I'm being honest, it didn't even feel real. It felt like a very bad dream. Me and C have grown apart since then, but anytime we get together, we always talk about that scary night. So I'll call myself Spirit for the sake of this story, and I'll refer to my sister as Jen. The story happened recently, so the details are still a bit fresh. Jen and I are both in high school, and homecoming was just around the corner, and my sister needed to buy her dress. So after my therapy session on Thursday, we went to the mall. It was the evening, about 6.30pm, so it was already dark. Jen and I got off as our mom and grandma stayed in the car and waited for us. We entered through a clothing store, and not long after, I noticed a creepy guy with sunglasses wearing a hoodie who was light-skinned, and he looked like he was in his early 20s standing behind a rack. So I had kept an eye on him while my sister looked. When she didn't find anything she wanted, we left and then we went to a Windsor. While we were walking, we were discussing the creepy guy and I kept turning back every five seconds just to make sure he didn't follow us. My sis and I entered the Windsor, and I was looking through the dresses and heels, and I was in there for like an hour. When I was with my sister in an aisle, we saw the same man yet again, and he passed us to walk to the exit. It freaked me out because I didn't even see him walk in. He was so close to us when he went past, and it really freaked me out. There was no coincidence since the mall was big and the chances of him being in another store with us was pretty low. Plus, Windsor is a girl store, so that thought really freaked me out and I just knew he was following us. But after my sister checked out after about 45 minutes of seeing the man, we went to get drinks before leaving. Luckily after that, I didn't see him and we were able to leave the mall safely. Jen didn't want me to tell our mom because she would never be allowed out this late again. So to this day, our mom still doesn't know. I know this story might not be that scary to many of you. And sure, 
We don't actually know if the man had any sinister intentions, but we both felt the bad vibes, and I really don't think he had anything good planned for us. So yeah, everyone, always trust your gut. Hey everyone, that's about it for today's stories. If you have your own story that you would like to send, you can send it in at southerncannibal.com or you can email it at southerncannibalstories at gmail.com. I look forward to telling your story. Have a good night or good day, everyone. And remember, to always.